Welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast by IC System, your trusted subject matter expert for debt collection solutions. Join us as we discuss the biggest trends and topics in debt collection and explore account recoveries in an uncertain future. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Closing the Books, a podcast brought to you by IC System. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the show. Today, we're talking security and compliance. And anytime we talk to compliance, we have to talk to one of our favorite podcast guests. It's Michelle Dove. She's the Corporate Counsel and Chief Compliance Officer at IC System. Michelle, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we are thrilled to have you back on the show, Michelle. And like I mentioned, you've been on a few times before, but for people who might be new to the podcast, haven't heard any of your previous episodes, just give us a little update and tell us a little bit more about what you do and what your role is at IC System. Sure. I So my name is Michelle Dove. I am the Chief Compliance Officer and General Counsel at IC System. I have been here with the company about eight and a half years. Uh, before that, I was a litigator in private practice and IC system was a client. So I've been working for the company in one way or another, I'd say for almost two decades um, and been working in the industry for uh, the same amount of time. Uh, at IC system, I oversee the compliance and risk management system and really all things regulatory. So anytime there's a rule, it's my job to be aware of it and to make sure we comply with it. And, you know, once in a while, uh, we are faced with litigation. And so if it's a meritless claim, I, my job is to defend it, defend the claim. And if not, my job is to work to get it resolved um, as quickly as possible. So you kind of started talking a little bit about uh, about compliance there and, and um, talking a little bit more about the, the importance of it. But, but why are security and compliance such important topics in the world of collections? Help us understand that a little bit. I think that they are really front of mind for a lot of business leaders right now because the regulatory environment, I'd say, is pretty intense. Um, Under this administration, there's a lot more activity than we saw with the prior administration. And so the regulators are busy. And that means the focus is typically on compliance and making sure that companies like IC System are following the rules. Um, It also means because the regulators are busy, they're busy writing new rules and conducting examinations. So um, it's important to keep up with the rules that the regulators are issuing and to make sure that if there is an examination or um, we have audits and reviews from different state regulators as well, that we're uh, fully compliant and being responsive. And then I think on the security end, It's very, you know, secure. We're hearing every day about cyber attacks and cyber criminals. And so this is certainly a topic that's keeping business leaders up at night and giving them sweaty palms. Um, And so as a business partner, it's our job to make sure that we are doing everything we can to maintain top notch security. Um, So those two really go hand in hand. There are rules, there are certificates, there are regulations, and IC needs to be completely compliant in order to be a good business partner and to keep our company safe. Help us understand a little bit more about who some of these regulators are and what some of the regulations are. Um, what, when, when, when we talk about these organizations or, or regulations, how do they really shape the collections industry? Sure. So regulation is just so important in our industry. The main regulatory body that governs debt collection would be the CFPB, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And 
that is a department within the executive branch, and they really are tasked with ensuring that consumers are able to engage in a fair marketplace. And so um, this bureau really came to be after the 2008 market crash and um, is the brainchild of Elizabeth Warren, who um, kind of came up with this bureau to protect consumers. And, you know, I think it's easy for our industry to take shots at the CFPB and say negative things about the CFPB. And I certainly am not always super thrilled about the CFPB, to be honest with you. But the good thing I would say is that they do keep us honest. They give us rules. And you know, to be real fair, I'm not necessarily talking about IC system, but being in this industry for so long, there were practices um, prior to the creation of the CFPB that are not that were bad. <laughs> Consumers just weren't treated well. Um, you know, were being harassed. Um, again, not necessarily by my company, but just in the industry, there were some bad practices. So, um, does the CFPB? make life hard for us from time to time? Yes. Um, is it entirely a bad thing? No, I don't think so. I think um, for a company like IC System, they give us the rules, we follow the rules, and um, everyone can get along well. So the CFPB is our primary regulator, and they um, are charged really with implementing the FDCPA, which is a federal statute. And I won't get too like nerdy lawyery on you, but um, the FDCPA tells us that we have to be nice to consumers and respectful and helpful. Um, the TCPA tells us that we can't call their cell phones and rack, uh, rack up cell phone charges and can't call their cell phones without permission. Um, the FCRA controls credit reporting. So, you know, like any consumer, you want to be sure that the information on your credit report is fair and accurate. Um, and so the FCRA governs that. And then there's a whole bunch of other acronyms for other legislation that I won't get too far into just because there's a lot, there's a lot of regulation, but um, I think we do a really good job at keeping up with regulation. It changes. And those were just the federal statutes. There's like a whole nother host of um, state statutes as well. So there's a lot to keep up with, but we have a really good compliance risk management system at IC system. And it's not just me um, who is in charge of that. I, well, I'm, primarily responsible, but it's a whole team that helps make sure that we are doing it right. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of the system that we have in place. If there's an acronym, there's a, a really good chance that Michelle is going to know it. And that's, <laughs> that's uh, one of the primary takeaways I, I took from that, that answer. But <laughs> Michelle, you, you said something interesting that I wanted to follow up on a, a little bit. Um, and that was just comparing how different administrations have handled regulation and maybe uh, the current one being a little bit more stringent than the previous one. And, and maybe if you go back to the Obama White House, maybe a little bit more um, stringent kind of right after the the formation of the CFPB. Um, is that something that you have to keep in mind? I, I would think that a lot of people wouldn't necessarily think of that as a politicized or political topic, but it seems like that's something that you have to at least stay aware of how each administration is going to treat the CFPB and the, the certain regulations that govern, you know, what you can do in collections. Absolutely. I think, you know, the current administration is one factor, external factor that influences our company. Um, you know, obviously the economy right now, consumers don't, you know, gas prices are high, food prices are high. Consumers don't necessarily have a lot of extra money in their pocket. And so collections has been harder, I would say, in 2022 than it was in previous years. Um, but there are a lot of external factors that 
kind of dictate our business and how we run our business. And, um, you know, certainly the political climate is one. And I'm not going to get too far into politics because I think I don't want to off, you know, put off any of our viewers. But um, I, I think people in our industry certainly have a lot of thoughts about this administration and they are much more regulatorily, I don't know if that's a word, they're much more active than previous administrations. Um, the last administration, just they weren't interested in um, increasing examinations or kind of holding businesses to account in the same way that this one is. So it this the change in administration has certainly been noticeable from my seat. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as far as the, the politics go, we'll let people make up their own minds. That's right. On, That's uh, right. <laughs> on where they fall on that. But just, just interesting to note, I think, um, just the, the differences there. But um, you told us a little bit about you kind of being in charge of the team and and, and in charge of uh, kind of keeping an eye on regulatory um, interests and, and regulations. Uh, what processes and procedures are in place at IC System to really ensure compliance with those regulations? Well, I'm going to keep it very high level because if I start going into all of it, I will put everyone probably into a deep sleep. But um, our compliance risk management system, I I would say describe it as consisting of three main elements. And the first is the legal and compliance. And so that is really understanding the rules, keeping track of the rules and how they're changing, keeping track of the cases. There have been so many significant case law developments just in the last year that govern um, our letters and how our letters are printed and um, standing, which is a technical legal um, term. But there have been a lot of very significant opinions. And so I'm tasked with keeping up to speed on all of that and then making sure that our policies and procedures reflect the current state of the law. So the legal compliance piece is one part of it. Um, you know, and with the policies and procedures, our policies and procedures are reviewed every year. So I think we have hundreds of them. Um, and so every quarter we take a chunk and go through and make sure it's still accurate. And there's a whole team of people that are tasked with doing that. And then we also test and train on all of our policies and procedures twice a year. So it is this big machine to make sure that the rules are current and that we understand them. Um, so legal and compliance, I'd say is one piece. We have the audit and call quality. So, you know, once you write all these rules and you make everyone read them and test on them, then you have to make sure that they're working the way you think they are and that people are actually following them. Um, and so that's where our audit and call quality uh, programs really come into place. And so we're listening to calls, reviewing letters, um, going through our processes and making sure our, you know, our letters going out the way they think they are. We really, our greatest, um, consumer contact points are through letters that we send and phone calls that we make. So we have a lot of processes designed to make sure that that's working correctly. Um, if you start sending out the wrong letter or you send out personal information to consumers and you send it to the wrong consumer, it's a huge problem. There's a lot of um, exposure there. So we have a lot of testing to make sure that doesn't happen. Um, so that's really the audit and call quality piece, make sure everything's working right. And then the third piece of the risk management, it's a piece of the puzzle, is really data security. And that is such a huge issue right now. Um, but we have spent a lot of time and a lot of money to make sure that our data is received securely, stored securely, and transmitted securely. And um, everyone in the company, you know, there's policies that are as seemingly tri trivial as wearing your badge around the office kind of seems silly. Like, do I really have to wear my badge to the bathroom? Um, but yes, you do. And we have 
auditors who will give you friendly reminders and maybe even write you up if you can't get it right. So as simple as wearing a badge to, um, you know, using your cell phone on the floor, which is, you know, potentially a way to transmit data. Um, So all sorts of security policies in place just to make sure that the consumer information that we have on site is safe. I mean, I would expect my information is safely handled and so would you. And so we have a lot of processes in place to ensure that, that we're compliant. So I mentioned that your your clients are also concerned with with compliance and security. Are there any requirements that you have to meet um, for your clients as well? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, really, it can vary by market. So, for example, our healthcare clients have certain um, high tech um, obligations that we high tech is the name of an act, and so there's certain security requirements we have to meet, HIPAA obligations. So healthcare has its own set. Um, Government has a different set of rules and regulations, and that has basically required us to build almost an entirely new collection platform um, to work government debt. And that's because we're getting consumers tax information. And so that is very sensitive. And um, we've had to build an entirely separate process to maintain security around that um, sensitive information. So there are client requirements. And, you know, I think what we've learned in the past decade is that the vendors that we work with, often when you hear about these big security breaches, credit card breaches, data breaches from some of the bigger retailers, it's not that um, Target had um, a vulnerability. It's that one of the vendors that they worked with had a vulnerability that allowed the hackers access to Target's data. And so... We have very stringent um, data security requirements for our um, business partners as well, just to ensure that IC system is safe and our clients are safe and our consumers are safe. You know, that was that kind of leads me exactly where I wanted to go with my next question. And that is just that we see in the news all the time some of these high profile data breaches um, for, you know, major players, companies that everyone has heard of. Um, like a Target, you know, there, there was one with a major hotel chain not that long ago a, as well. And so with that being the case, you, you've kind of already outlo- outlined one way, but but what are some of the other ways that, that IC System is, is making sure that this doesn't happen to you and, and that you're protecting yourself? Sure. Um, well, I would say that our CAO is brilliant and don't tell him that, but I actually tell him that all the time. And, and he really, um, and his entire team is so dedicated to security. And so, there are things that I tease him, you know, it's, why can't I be on people.com at work? And he'll tell me all the time, no, it's security. Um, and so, you know, there are some things that seem a little bit more like silly, um, but it's not silly at all. To him, it's not. And so there are, you know, we've got air gap, which is a um, layman's way to describe the way our system backs up so that if there was an attack, um, we have a we have backup files that are easily accessible to bring our system right back online. Um, we have micro segmentation of our network. So if anyone was able to access one part of our network or our server, um, they would be very isolated, not able to move throughout our system. Um, and, and those are just two examples of the numerous security measures that we've taken. Um, you know, really at this point, it's just trying to keep up and keep ahead of these cyber criminals. And um, I think that we're doing a good job. I, you know, we're always working hard to do better and get better um, and stay ahead of that game. So it's something we've certainly invested in. And I know our clients are very interested in that right now. 
So, Michelle, tie, tie a bow on all of this for us. At the end of the day, what do you want listeners to know about where IC System stands on, on data security and also compliance? I, I think I would want listeners, and, and I would want listeners to know, and I'm confident that our current business partners, our clients, um, and our vendors are already um, very certain that we take compliance risk management very seriously. I, you know, quite frankly, in this um, day and age, you can't ignore either compliance or security. And so, um, you know, it's table stakes for many. And it seems like, well, obviously, you know, everyone is doing this, but I know that we are going really above and beyond. It's a significant investment for our company. Um, We know how important this is to our clients. We know how important it is to the consumers whose data, you know, we are trusted with. So, uh, we are, we take it seriously. It's a huge investment for our company and, and, you know, every day we're trying to get better. So I think that would be the main, main takeaway for anyone who is um, put up with me blabbing on for uh, however many minutes. <laughs> well, it has been incredibly informative and, uh, and really educational and I think beneficial for a lot of people. Michelle Dove, Corporate Counsel and Chief Compliance Officer at IC System. Michelle, thank you again so much for joining us here on the podcast. Of course. Thank you. Absolutely. And everyone out there, for more information, you can visit icsystem.com. If you'd like to learn more about uh, data compliance, security, all of these different things that we've discussed here on the podcast today, make sure to go check out icsystem.com for more. And you should subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts these days, you can find more episodes of the show. So go back and check out Michelle's previous uh, appearances on the show if you want to learn more about compliance and what she does with IC System. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the show. But for this one, for Michelle Dove. I've been your host, Tyler Kern. We'll talk to you next time.